Ramosh and his wife, Le'ilu Nishmas, Sarah Bas Yosef, the dear matriarch of the Bill family, the Nishama Shehavan Aliyah. And in her memory, this morning's class is dedicated. So this is really part two of what we had last week. Last week we were talking about Myriv. Last week was Parshas Vayetze. In Vayetze it says, Vayivka Bamokum Kiva Shemesh, the Yaakov Avinu sapped and davened on Har Hamaria, the Harabayas, because it got dark. So Chazal, the Gemara Brachas tells us that he instituted Tvilas Myriv. Avram is responsible for Shachris Yitzchok, gives us. Mincha and Yaakovino creates Tvilas Marv, and he did in the beginning of last week's parsha. And we were going through this well-known idea. The Gemara says, and in fact, that's how we pass it in Halacha. It's a Machlekes Rav and Abaya. Tvilas Arv is Rishus. The Gemara says, well-known Gemara, that Marv is a Rishus, as opposed to a Chiv. Chiv means something which is mandatory, obligatory. The Gemara tells us it's a Machlekes in the Gemara, but the way we pass it, like Rava. Is that Tfilas Arvis is a Rishus. Rishus, if you translate the word, it means it's optional. It means if you want to do it, you can do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. So we were addressing that last week. What exactly does that mean? That Tfilas Arvis is a Rishus? It really, it means you don't have to dive in Marv. If you're not in the mood, it means it's a nice thing. You get a gold star, you get extra credit. But if you're not in the mood, if you don't feel like it that night, you don't have to dive in Marv. So just to reiterate very quickly what we came out with last week, that we're going to build off of that this week um, and wrap things up. So we saw two basic approaches to understanding that. First of all, we saw Tysus' opinion in the Gemara, when Tysus sees this Gemara that says that Arvis, Myrav is a Rishus, Tysus doesn't really mean, that can't be understood in the conventional way that it's a Rishus because everyone knows you have to dive in Myrav. Rishus just means it's easier for Myrav to yield to other mitzvahs than the other tefillahs. Um, uh, uh, when it comes time to daven, let's say shachris and mincha, and there's another mitzvah that's in conflict with that, so you start making kashmaris. Can other people do it? Can other people not do it? If other people can do it, send someone else to do it. So I, have, I can't drop shachris or mincha to do, do, do another mitzvah. Someone else can do it. With Myrav, Myrav says, that's what it means with Myrav's rishus. It's, it's, it's more flexible than other tefillahs. So if there's a conflict between Mayrav and doing another mitzvah, so Mayrav will yield to the other mitzvah more quickly than shachs and mitzvah. But not that if a person just has no good reason not to dive in Mayrav, he's allowed to not dive in Mayrav. No, if you have no good reason to not dive in Mayrav, you actually have to dive in Mayrav. That's not what it means when it's Rishus. That was Tysus. We saw the Rambam starts off with a tremendous leniency, but the boomerangs right back at us. It's, the Rambam ends up being much more stringent than Tysus. The Rambam starts off by saying, no, you're supposed to take the Gemara literally. The Gemara says, it's Rishus. The Gemara means what it says. Rishus means one thing and one thing only. Rishus means it's optional. Optional means if you're in the mood, dive in Mayrav. If you're not in the mood, don't dive in Mayrav. It's a nice thing to do, and you're not going to get him if you don't dive in Mayrav. That's the Rambam. Uh, his take on the Gemara. The Rambam writes explicitly that, however, nowadays, nowadays, says the Rambam, Klaisrol collectively got together. Our ancestors already decided to accept Davening Mayrav as a, as, as a binding practice. It's become a minig avisenu, a minig that Klaisrol is macabre. So we're actually locked into Mayrav now. So the Rambam, again, starts off with a much looser interpretation of the Gemara, that Arvis, when it, when it says it's Rishos, you have to take that literally. It means it's really Rishos, and you don't have to do it if you're not in the mood. But, again, the Rambam finishes off the Rambam, uh, throws a tremendous thunderstorm onto that parade, and the Ram says that Kvar Kiblu Alein, the Klai Yisrael, has been mekabalit as a chiv. So that would mean that the Ram comes out in a position that's actually more stringent than Tysus. Tysus says that it's easier to be Mavatal Meir for a mitzvah, even if maybe 
um, someone else can do the mitzvah, but Meir will yield to them. It's the Rambam would say no. The, the, the Ram would say that Meir, now that we were makabal, it is a chayva. It's like every other tefillah, like shach zemincha, and it doesn't yield any more quickly than um, than, than anything else. So, so that's what we had. That was the, like the basic building blocks of, of last week. Understanding Marv is uh, what it means when Marv is a show. So what, really what we're coming at, according to all the Rishonim who, who take this Gemara halachically, no one really says at the end of the day that halacha, and practical halacha, a person is just allowed to say, um, and I don't feel like having Marv tonight, and I know that Marv is a show, so I just, I'll, I'll do without it because it's not really going to hurt my soul. No, according to all Paiskim, there really isn't an option of having a cavalier attitude towards Marv. And that means, as we said last week, that, that, that everyone's worst nightmare scenario, what's everyone's worst nightmare, is you're in your pajamas, and you're there under the covers, drifting off to sleep, and you remember, Gewald, I didn't have an Marv yet. There's nothing that's Gehenna on this, of their felt, right? There's no worse torturous kind of experience than that experience of realizing you didn't have an yet, right when you're about to fall asleep. No one really lets you just go to sleep and say, oh, I'll just, you know, Adam uh, two shachers is tomorrow, or it's only rishos. Uh, if you can come up with a, another mitzvah that you have to do on the spot, then yeah, go go do that other mitzvah. But either way, you're gonna have to get out of bed to do that mitzvah. So uh, there's really no easy way out of here. Yes, Ravel, you pair. Yes. If you're in what can you do? Call me up. I'll get you out of bed. <laughs> give me a ring. Give me a ring. I I have a lot of practice. A lot of practice. My kids. He asked me what you should do. I just told you what you should do. It's up to you. You know, you, the decision is yours. The decision is yours, available. like everything in life, right? Anyway, okay. So, so. Uh, but, but let's say there's a real mitzvah. Let's say. If, 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 so then it's like that for Shachar and Mincholso. If there's a mitzvah Iveris and only you can do it, then you're putter from, from Shachar and Mincholso, right? Right? In other words, Ma'ariv is no different than Shachas and Mincha. The, the rules for Ma'ariv are the same rules as Shachas and Mincha. If a person finds himself involved in a mitzvah, you have Isaac of a mitzvah, but in a mitzvah. That passes you from Shachas also. Right? If it's, a, it's a, if it's a passing mitzvah, and you're the only one that can do it, you can't hand it off to anyone else. So, so that pa- We're talking about davening. Davening, davening, davening. A minion, you know, you, if you remember you didn't have a Marv yet and you're about to fall asleep, you're not going to find a minion, right? But, but you still got a Dav and Marv. Still got a Dav and Marv. Yeah, yeah. It is a beautiful thing to, uh, you know, there are people that are very, very, try to be very macro on, 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 on uh, getting the Yonim. Um, he meant the mitzvah. You go to sleep and there is no mitzvah. Only you can do it. This is a private, personal question. You'll speak to me after this year, okay? <laughs> after this year, we'll discuss that. Anyway. Anyway, all right. All right. Um, um, okay, but, but, but it comes out after everything is said and done that uh, the Gemara does, there is a line in the Gemara that says that the Gemara is a rishus, but anyway, but, it's, uh, but, but in any case, the way it's applied practically in halacha does not really give us much leeway, a little bit of leeway according to, according to Taifas, but according to the Ram, there's not much no leeway, there's no wiggle room over here, it's exactly like Shachas and Minchan, and when the Mishnah Bru talks about this, Mishnah Bru is always quoting the Rambam's Lashon, that Kleisel accepted Mayrav as, as a chayva, so we, we really, according to the, 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 um, the, uh, you know, the, the guidance of the Mishnah Brew, we, 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 we relate to Marv as the Rambam does, which is we accept it as a chayva, so it's like Shach Zemincha. At the same time, at the same time, we point out something very interesting over here, something very anomalous. We accepted Marv as a chayva, yet Marv still 
it, it functions a little bit differently than Shachas and Mincha. And what that means is, although Kleisrol accepted it, and this is a minig avisenu, so we can't be mavatalis minig anymore. Kleisrol gave Mayriv collectively the status of an obligatory tefillah. It's still different than Shachas and Mincha. In, in that you find the Rambam here and there does still refer to Mayrev as Rishos. He says, there's no Chazeres Hashatz at night. Why don't we do Chazeres Hashatz? He doesn't say because of Tichat the Tibur. He says because it's only Rishos. It's only Rishos, so you don't do Chazeres Hashatz. The Rambam says that if a person ends up davening Mayrev... What has to do with one another? Chazeres Hashatz has nothing to do... I mean, Shacharis and Mincha were established after the Torahs. Right? Mayrev was... Didn't have a tomb. Oh, so right, right. Nine. Yes, it doesn't have doesn't, but it parallels the Hector Chalov and Veivarim, the burning of the limbs. So once you're making a new tefillah, there should be Chazar Sashatz. Every tefillah. What, what's the point of Chazar Sashatz? Let, let, let's speak it out. Very good question. What's the point of Chazar Sashatz? It's if there's going to be a tefillah anyway. Chazar Sashatz to be mighty the the people that don't know how to daven. So Shachas, we have to be mighty people that don't know how to daven. Mincha, we have to be mighty them. And Marv, once we create Marv, we have to be mighty people that don't know how to daven Marv either, right? So it says the Rambam, it's a very interesting idea. He says, but listen, Marv is only Rishus anyway, so we don't have to worry about the people that don't know how to daven. But we don't have to be mighty them. It was accepted. It was accepted on demos. Oh, excellent. Very good. Excellent question. Excellent question. This is Mamish the question. The Rambam seems to contradict himself. On the one hand, the Rambam says that Marv started as Rishus Baklais or created into a Chiv. On the other hand, the Rambam says the same exact Rambam says elsewhere in Ilchas Tefillah that since it's only Rishus, we don't do Chazar Sashas because we don't have to worry about the people that don't know how to daven. So how do you put these two? Th- and there's, 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 um, there's uh, another place also. The Rambam says that Shachris, if you daven Shachris the wrong time, you got to daven again. Daven the wrong time, you got to daven again. If you daven Marv a little bit too early, you don't have to daven again. Why is it the Rambam? Because Marv is only Rishus. It's only Rishus. So again, the Rambam seems to bounce back and forth over here. And that's, this is Agav. This is why the Minigah Oilam, people in a tzibur, in a community where it, it, it's, it, it, that you, you have to take advantage of getting everyone together. You know that you're not going to be able to get people all together in the evening twice, get them for Mincha, to get them to come back again for Mayrav. It's difficult to do that. So we know that um, there's a precedent that you'd have a Mincha Mayrav back to back. You'd have a Mayrav right after Shkia, even though normally Mayrav is a nighttime halacha. And for nighttime halachas, we always wait till after Tzais. No one's going to do Malacha, Yom Kippur, Shabbos. After Shkia, we all wait till after Tzais. The Minigodim is to be made on the Daven Mayr right after Shkia. It's based on this Rambam that says that since Mayr is only Rishus, we're not so. Rambam says, ain't medactic in Vizmana. We're not so fastidious. We're not so yakish when it comes to the time of Mayr. Again, because it's Rishus. So, the Vaiter, we have Eli's question over here. Uh, the Ram seems to be contradicting himself. So, the Mahalach is like this. The, 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 the Zayda Pais can be a very interesting insight. It's true that we were in Kabbalah as a Choyv. But it's not the pshat that by being makabal as a chayv, we said it is, and then we, we, we ended off with this idea last week, we're going to begin with this idea now this week. It's not the pshat that being makabal as a chayv means changing the actual nature of myriv from, obliga- from, from optional to obligatory, that we made it into a shach, we made into a mincha. Rather, it's still by nature, a tefillah is only rishos. By nature, it's a tefillah, as the Gemara says, that you can do it if you want. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. By, that's the, still the nature, the fundamental nature of Mariv is that it's rishos. Just that Kleistrol took upon themselves to always do this rishos. I.e., before Kleistrol's is So what does it look like? Mariv is rishos. If I want, I can do it. If I, if I don't want to, I don't have to do it. So let's say I elect to do it. 
I elected Avin Marv back in the day before Kleisro accepted as a chief. I elected Avin Marv. What does that look like in London? That looks like I made into a chayv? Of course not. That looks like I took something that was optional. I decided to do it. I elected to do something that was a chayv. So the minig of Kleisro took upon themselves is that, that our ancestors made a decision for all of us that we're always going to elect to do the rishos. Everybody understand? But it's a different understanding of Marv. It's not the pshat that Marv became a chayva mamish. Not that Marv became mandatory. It's that we're locked into the that we always, we, we, we are required to always choose to dive in Marv. But by nature, one second, but just make sure you get the word. It's, it's, a, it's a very geschmack of word. An elegant idea over here. Very, listen, but no, but I don't know if everyone else got it. So you have to let everyone else get it, okay? So by, by nature, it's still a rishus. Since by nature it's a rishus, just we're always, the way it looks like in Lundus, the best way of saying it is every night we're choosing to do something that's a rishus. Now we can't choose otherwise because we were locked into this choice, but we're always choosing to do something which by nature is really a rishus. Memela, that's why there's no chazer sashat. Because since by nature it's still a rishus, so we don't have to be mighty the people that don't know how to dance because Chalais will never upgrade it from rishus to a chayva. It remains rishus. That's why we're not medactic with this man. And that leads to a few other that we're going to discuss right now. That's the part two. Yes, but for part two, we have part one and a half in the form of what Revelia Bear is about to share with us. In other words, you're saying any time that it was a shoes and anything we were in the I Who said anything? This is how it's Irish works. So how, how are you going to explain any Kabbalah? Any Kabbalah was a shoes and Klausner was a We made it into Choyba. For example, Gemara uh, says that. Uh, there are actually other examples which kind of work the same way, like a tinus, a tinus, the, the other tinasim. You really can you really, you're, you're, you're bent on making this year a risque this morning, huh? No, 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 you're no, just no, doing whatever you can no, to make. That. I'm trying to keep this family oriented, and you know, you're going no, whatever just, you can do. I'm just showing to you. I'm showing to you. There is a kabbalah. That kabbalah becomes a hill. You can say the shoes inside and longest is a measure. The measure shoes. We have kabbalahs that were in the kabbal. That kabbalah became a hill. And you can't say it's only tomorrow if it applies. Any Kabbalah we got, you, you think, I'll bring you a Raya Fakert. I'll bring you a Raya, a similar place where you see it, the, 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 the same idea that we were Makabal, but it remains Roshos, and that's by Tainasim. By minor Tainasim, everything besides Tisha B'Avinim Kippur is Batsim Roshos. Batsim Roshos. Right? Because when Klai Yisrael is Bishalvo, the Gemara says, it's Marn Roshonah. The other Tainasim, Asar Batev is coming up, all the other Tainasim, Shiva Sivatamas, these Tainasim are only binding, are only Chiyuvim when Chazshom Kaisom is in a state of Tsaros, right? In state of Tsaros. Right. When it were Bishalva, they're not, they're not obligatory. Nevertheless, the Rishonim say already, Klai Yisrael Kvar Kiblo Aleim Chayva. We remakabal them as a Chayva, that's why we all have to fast on a Serbateves. But since by nature they're Rishos, the Paisim said that's why we're Makal for Meinikais, for Ubrais. If it, was, it would be a Chayva Mamish, then there's no way out for, 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 for a woman. Why not for a Chayla, someone that has a bad headache, call your local rabbi. But it's not that difficult to get a head to not fast. Did you, I bring you a beautiful proof, a beautiful present that we find the same thing. Do you agree that this is, do you, do you agree? Do you agree that this shows it the same principle? Before we, before we get uh, before we get sidetracked yes, or wherever. Yes, so I'm asking. Okay, good. What is the definition of Kabbalah? When that Kabbalah becomes a Chayva, and when that Kabbalah becomes a Remezer Shus, 
in what case of in, in what sense? That's an excellent question. Uh, that's an excellent question. I don't want to drift too far off topic, though. But you're, it's an excellent question. But I'm, I'm bringing you in the meantime a, a precedent where you do find the same thing elsewhere. That a kabbalah of a rishus still re, the, the matter remains at its core still a rishus. I'm bringing you a precedent to that. Well, would you we agree that, that in that case then that a choyle is potter from myrib? A choyle is potter from myrib. Exactly the same case as in uh, in the Tanius that. Uh, why should I mean if, if he's like, if he can't concentrate, he can't focus on davening? Yeah, but it would be easier to give him a header, yeah. It would be easier to give him a header, sure, sure. Yeah. He should ask a Shiloh, but it would be easier to give him a header. For the same for the same exact idea. That even though it's a chayva, chayva means Kleis was macabre to always do it. That's the word, okay? A very gishmaka word. Kleiso accepting Mayrev as a chayva doesn't mean we change the nature of Mayrev. That means Mayrev became chakras. I went too far when I said it like that earlier. It means we're macabre to always choose to daven, to always elect to daven. We're locked into that choice, but it still what? looks like that we're electing always to do the, 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 the davening choice of, of, of Mayrev being Rishos. That's why there's no Chazar Sashats. That's why we can daven Mayrev much earlier than other Tfilas. And that's why, let's get, now get into a few other practical well, applications of this. Why can't we say simply that it was accepted in that loser format? Like lesser format. Well, then what do we say? I'm not sure what we're what we're getting with that it. Was, like, that was the it's almost the it's almost, it's to me almost like semantics. Like you're trying to say it's a chayva, but we're accepting it's like a half a chayva. Then that's, no, that's no, really no, the no, same no, no, thing. No, 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 it was accepted as a chayva in the format that it was rishus, meaning it became a chayva. But the format. But what's the nafkamin of saying it that no, way? Hazard what's the nafkamin? What are you getting by saying it that way? What do you, what, what's the nafkamin? It became like chayva. But I'm saying, what's the nafkamin? What, what do you? What's what going to be? What's going to be the practical difference from saying it, it that way? It would be different than than, than Tanias, for instance. Now it became for a chayla. Like mean like for a chayla? Yeah, like it's a full obli- obligation. It just was accepted in a different form than chakras and So and, and and that's why there's no chazar sashat. No, so maybe for the same price, and that's why there shouldn't. Time, so then for that and, and therefore also chayla should be potter. I'm saying the. Same reason there's no chazar sashat is because we're saying there's an element of rishos. Right? It, it would be that it would be very difficult to go that way. If you say the way we're saying it now, that, that's that's a uniform approach that really answers everything up in, in a very in, in a very efficient, elegant way. And usually in Lumbus we try to you know go for the most efficient, elegant approach. What? I think when you have something from a darbanan, it's to my darbanan. The atom it's like more when you have a, a concept, we have a piece of their isa in it that define. So you're talking about like a suffix, a suffix, you no, mean? No, not, not Sometimes we find fakir. Sometimes the Shimonikia has a thing of their isa in it. Right. So when it was, it's like, it's instituted. You're answering the Valley Bear's question. Yes. When it that comes it's based to on. Tanias, when it comes to, you know, Marev, there is no Marev. Okay, very nice. You want to answer Valley Bear's question by saying that this is based on a. And um, they, well, they were just, they were Macabal the Hanhog of Azova. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did in the Hanami. They were Macabal to Firzach with the Halachas of Zava, not Nido, but that's essentially what they did. Yep, yeah, okay, very good, very good. So, is trying to generalize. No, he's answering the specific case. question over no. there. Saying that no, question, th- th- that situation of Zainakim was the nice That's how it is. No, he's trying to generalize and say that anything that originally. Had a yeah, I, I, I know that's where he's going. I, I'm, I'm in the meantime. I'm, I'm reluctant to make a to to really generalize because again, that would that would require us to defend a very broad statement. So I'm helping out. I'm helping this out. I'm 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 I'm, I'm speci- specifying the generalization a little bit and saying for sure. In, in this case, it definitely makes a lot of sense what Rabbi Yossi is saying because the essential. 
Hanhaga, the Bnei Yisrael were Mekabel, they were Mekabel to Firzach, according to Adaraisa, that model, the Zava model, that's really what they did. They were Mekabel to go with the Zava model. So I'm... I'm so it's like a gather, essentially. They were getter of what they were macabre. They were macabre to go with with a derice. They were macabre the derice of Zavo. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Anyway, so getting back to Marv. So talking about now we're we're back by Marv. We're talking about the, that that fundamental nature. We're discovering something very something very tasty over here in understanding Marv. Marv, although it is rishos as the Gemara says, and we pass in that it's rishos. Um, Nevertheless, the Rambam says that Kleisrael was Mechabal, Meir was a Chayva, but it doesn't mean that the nature of Meir changed, the nature of Meir is still a Rishus, yet we were Mechabal always to elect to dive in Meir every single night. Being though that it's at, at its essence, at its core, it's still a Rishus, that's why we find a number of other Nafkaminas also. First of all, there's we mentioned Chazar Sashatz, there's no Chazar Sashatz, and again, to, to understand the, 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 the principle behind the scenes, why is there no Chazar Sashatz? Because when, if something by nature is mandatory, it's obligatory, a Chayva Mamish, Shachas is a Chayva Mamish, Minchas a Chayva Mamish, I have to worry about all the people that don't know how to daven. So I have to make sure I do Chazar Sashatz, take care of them. But since my, excuse me, even though we are Makabal, I was Makabal to something which was only Rishos, since by nature is only Rishos, I don't have to worry as much about the people who don't know how to do it. We didn't make any institution, any Takana, to take care of them because only Rishos. It's only Rishos. They want to learn how to do it so they can also elect to do the Rishos. Great. But in the meantime, we're not going to go ahead and create the whole Chazar Sashat to take care of people who don't have a time if by nature it's only a Rishos anyway. I, Kleis was Makabal as a Chayva. Kleis was Makabal to, to, as a Chayva. That just means Kleis was elected to do it. So you, Mr. Amars, you learn, go learn how to daven so you can also follow the Minigavisina. But I don't have to worry about you. Everybody understand? I don't have to make Chazar Sashat because you don't know how to do it. That's your business. You figure out how to do the, the Minig. You go learn how to daven and you'll take care of yourself. Another Nafkamina is um, the Gemara says that whenever you have Tfilah, and you have Shema before Tefillah, there's an idea called Smichas Ge'ula L'Tefillah. You have to go from the redemption, we want to put redemption into, uh, we want to juxtapose redemption and put next one next to the other. Juxtapose. Yeah? Vladushka, I think that's how you say that in Russian. Someone help me out. Is that Vladushka? No. Vladushka, Vladushka, without the L. Anyway. Whatever, whatever. To put two things next to one another, right? So, um, there's an idea the Gemara tells us that you have to put, uh, you have to be masmich gula litfila. You have to put them back to back. Uh, we want to go from Gal Yisrael, we go straight into, into Shimon Esrei. Now, there's a whole bracha that we add on after, after, um, Shema, which is Baruch Hashem Lo'ilam, Amen Amen. a whole very long bracha that seems to kind of um, throw a wrench into the works over here. We, we don't go straight from Gula to Tefillah by Meir, by Shachras. We're very makbed to do this. We go, Gal Yisrael, and everyone knows, you, you don't even say Yisrael. We don't even say the word Yisrael because we might come to hear the bracha, might have to say Amen, you say Amen, you, you're breaking up between Gula and Tefillah. So we're very, very, very OCD about this by Shachras. Right? We don't even say Gal Yisrael out loud. And Meiriv, we, we not only we, we don't stop with Gal Yisrael, we throw in Hashkivenu in Eretz Yisrael, in the Chutzlars, we throw another bracha, Baruch Hashem Lo'ilam, all kinds of brachas upon brachas that we throw in after Gal Yisrael. But what happened to the OCD? What happened to the, us being OCD over here? With Shachras, we're, we're super OCD. Meiriv, we're kind of very chilled out. And Teretz is the same exact thing. The, the, um, the, um, we found it juxtaposed in Russian? Yeah. I'm presuming that's what this is. Okay. 
What? Okay, so I was close. I was close. Anyway, so. I'm still sticking with Thank you very much. Shkaich l'chaim. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'chaim. All right. It's good to have somebody on your side. L'chaim. By my riv, we like, you know, as you know, we're like kind of like, you know, so inconsistent over here. By shachras, everybody knows you have to be super, super careful. And, and, and if you have a shliach, see what says, Gal Yisrael, you and shashkins them, you know, and you're not going to let them, no, 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 no. I don't say Gal Yisrael, no. Who knows, you can't say Yisrael. By my riv, we, we're, we're throwing out all these extra brachas. What happened to putting Geula next to tefillah? So the Mishabru already says that by my riv, we're much more chilled out about putting Geula next to tefillah because anyway, it's a rishos. Mishabrugan says this Lashon, Surashus. So, as long as like Gula is close to Tfila, we're like okay with that. You know, there's Gal Yisrael, okay, Hashkivenu has the reason why we say Hashkivenu, Baruch Hashem Lailam, there's a reason we say that. And, you know, eventually we're going to get there. So, Gula is, is, is reasonably close to Tfila. So, that's good enough for us. Why? Because it's only Rashus. Again, it's only Rashus. I, what do you mean? We accept it as a Chayva. Terry says we accepted Rashus as a Chayva. Baruch Hashem is not a question. It's uh, instead of Tfila. But we're still doing tefillah. I know. I want my tefillah. Good. But I, I, I want my for the ikur tefillah. I want my ikur tefillah to be nismach to 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 uh, to geula. So Mishabur gives us uh, gives us an approach that you don't even have to say this. You don't even have to say this. Yes, it's true. We say Hashem's name eighteen times over there. So it's like a mini tefillah. But the main tefillah, the ikur tefillah, the one that I have to say, right? I want that to be next to geula. Why? Why? You know, I'm putting the the icing on the cake next to the you know on the spoon. But the cake itself, I'm not putting on the spoon. I want to get the whole thing. I want everything next to geula. The teretz is again says the mission. Of Rura, we are much more chilled out at Marv about being Masmech Gulul because since Marv is only Rishos, we're not as concerned. How does this, how does this to be, how can this be reconciled with the fact that we were a as a Chayvah? Terence again, we were a a Rishos as a Chayvah. It's still a Rishos. It still comes with latent leniencies as, 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 as a Rishos does by nature. Just we elect to do this every single night, but since by nature, the fundamental nature of Mayrav still is Rishos, so it's okay to have it reasonably close to Gula, that's good enough for something which is only Rishos. This creates a whole bunch of other, this cascades into a whole bunch of other nafkaminas. Very interesting to note, the fact that we are more laid back about putting uh, Gula to Tefillah by Mayrav, that's why we have two brachas in the way, and, that's, and, and, and because it's by nature Rishos, yields a few other halachas. One is, um, Good to review this. Some of us, for some of us, this is well known. For others, it may not be as well known, but it's so, so important to know. There's an idea. We always want to dive in B'tzibah. We want to dive in Marv together with the rest of the congregation. Um, that's why there's a halach of you show up to show late. You show up to show late, so you're supposed to skip certain things. Skip, uh, there's a lot of psukhism you can skip in order to make sure that you catch up to Shemona Esrei and you enter Shemona Esrei when the Tiba, Daven Shemona Esrei. If you show up to show late, you're supposed to make sure, expedite your davening so you can daven together, so start, you can start Shemona Esrei with the Tzibur. What if the whole Tzibur shows up to show late? What do you do then? <laughs> so, that, again, you ask your local rabbi what to do in such a situation. But if, let's say, most of the tzibur got there on time and you're the one that shows up late, says, Halachi, expedite your davening to start, to launch into Shemona Esrei together with the tzibur. Tzvila, tzibur. Tzvila, as we said last week, tzvila generally means Shemona Esrei. When start Shemona Esrei with the tzibur. Um, what if I, I come, Shachas, I'm so late that they're about to start Shemona Esrei. Do I just jump into Shemona Esrei? Chazashom, you can't, because you need to put Gula next to Tzvila. You have to do, you have to have Shema before Shema Nesri, you have to have the Shema before Shema Nesri, you have to have before Bichas Kishma, you have to Pesuk at the Zimra. So there's not much you can, there's only, there's certain basics you can never trim away. You have to have a basic, you know, Baruch Shemar, Ashrei, Yishtabach, Shema, and Bichas Kishma. You can't pare it down more than that, so you do your best. Myriv, the halach is, if you show up for Myriv late, 
and the tzibur is about to start Shemona Esrei, you jump into Shemona Esrei. You don't say Shema first. You do it backwards. You do Shema Esrei, and then you do Shema. Even if you show up, let's say, halfway through, but you, if you approximate that you're not going to be able to de- get your Shema in by the time the Tzibur starts Shemona Esrei, you wait, wait a couple minutes, answer Amen to all their um, to the brachas, and start Shemona Esrei with the Tzibur, and then you say Shema with all its brachas afterwards. You do it backwards. That's the halacha, and this is the right way to do it. If you don't do it like this, if you, if you come a minute before they're about to start Shemona Esrei, and you decide, no, I want to do it the right order, the right way, you did the wrong thing. You did the wrong thing. You're supposed to dafka, start Shemona Esrei with them, and then do your Shema afterwards. With the, all the brachas, and the reason why can we do it backwards is because we're not for for the, all the same uh, logic that we just said earlier. We're not as concerned for we're not as concerned for um, putting gula next to tefillah. We're, we're, the tefillah b'tzibur uh, takes priority over everything else, and that's again because it's only a, by nature it's still a rishus. Uh, there is more wiggle room with putting gula next to tefillah, and and um, even though I was makabel as a chayva, I was makabel rishus as a chayva. Tefillah b'tzibur outweighs everything else. One more very interesting halacha. I think this is the, the least known halachas of the of the uh, nafkaminas of of, of uh, what comes out of this. Um, everyone knows that you're not allowed to interrupt between. Shman Shmona Esrei. And, and again, that's why we don't let the Shliach Sibra say Yisrael, even the Gal Yisrael. We don't want to say Amen. We don't want to get involved in this big debate, this big mess of saying Amen, not saying Amen. Are you, am I interrupting? Am I making a hefzik between Gul and Tvila? So by Shachras, we're very, very, very careful about that. By Mayriv, we throw in a few more brachas. We see we're not as careful as long as Gul is reasonably close to, to Tvila. We're okay with that because only Rishus. What about other kinds of interruptions? What if... It's Rosh Chodesh. That's right. Yalav Yavoy Al Anisim. An announcement. An announcement uh, to let the Tzibur know what you're supposed to say that night. The Saint Talmud Matar. This is the first night of the Saint Talmud Matar. The first night of of Yalav Yavoy Al Anisim. Chanukah's around the corner. Is uh, the Shliach Tzibur or anyone else, for that matter, in the congregation who remembers this, allowed to say out loud the same Talamatar, not in his own Shemona Esrei. I'm not saying, talking about when you get up to that part, saying that part out loud, <coughs> sharing that part of your Shemona Esrei with everybody else. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that's actually not allowed. I'm talking about I'm talking about um, in between Kaddish and Shemona Esrei, right? Damiru Amen. The same Talamatar. Are you allowed to do that? So it's a mafush halacha that you are, and no one disagrees with this. The whole shul. I brought the wrong chelik in Mishabur. But it's, it's a. Uh, the whole shul is just gabai. Go. The, just the gabai. It's no mitzvah. Uh, well, well, I'll get to that in a moment. Just the gabai. Just the gabai. Just the gabai. Once one person made the announcement, Gitan and Geendik, you were Yaitza, and there's anyone else who's doing it, anyone else who does it afterwards. Oiverbasa. Well, forget about that. I was going to say something else. I was going to say something even, uh, even, even more critical. Everyone else who does it afterwards is only just he, he's just doing it to let everybody know that he also remembered. That he also remembered. Yeah, I'm serious. You know, uh, as, as Ravelli just told us. Uh, well, uh, let's do things in order. Let's do things in order. One moment. Um, so the halacha psukah, Rabbi. The halacha psukah. Who wrote this? Shavika Bench. Thank you very much. So it's a halacha psuka that on um, special occasions, on special occasions, you go ahead and you make um, you make the announcement. Um, you make the announcement um, in between 
in between. Um, you're not allowed to talk between Birchas Kriyashima and Shemona Esrei of Mayrav either. You're not, you can't talk then. You can't interrupt between Gula and Even though we say the bracha, Baruch Hashem After after that bracha, yeah, when you finish that bracha, Baruch Hashem you can't interrupt. Umiu, when the Shliach Tzibur announces. Rosh Chodesh, Ben Kajal Tzvila Arvis, he says, in the Chaber, his Nusach was Rosh Chodesh, we say, Yalav Yavai, Ben Kajal Tzvila Arvis, Loi, Havi, Hefzik, Kivan Shud Tzorich HaTfilo. That's not called a Hefzik. And the Mishnah Ruh says, not only that you're allowed to say anything that you need to say, you're allowed to say, V'Sein Talamotar, you're allowed to say Al Anisim. I, I saw that there, um, there was a, a, one of the Heintiger uh, Poiskim, not, not a... Um, I would not so Heintig, but from the last couple hundred years, but... Uh, um, there, there is, there is, there is. Uh, I saw uh, brought down to shame a Pesach from the, lived a couple hundred years ago. That Al Nisim, you shouldn't use this rishus because everyone sees the menorah in the shul. The menorah is like a hacker. The Mishabru doesn't go with that. Mishabru says you're allowed to say Al Nisim, you're allowed to say Saint Talmater, and you're allowed to say anything. Um, for the same logic that we don't view this as an interruption, and he explains in the Sharetzi, and again, it's the same, it's the same uh, rationale that it's only rishus since. Uh, Mayrav is only Rishos, so we are not as nervous about making an interruption over here because only Rishos. Another Shachas is not allowed to do this. Shachas, Chazram, you can't, the Shech Tzibur is not allowed to say Yav Yavai between Gal Yisrael and Shemanezer. You can't say the same Talmatar in between. That's called a Hefsik because that's mandatory. That's not a Rishos, that's a Chayva. Mayrav is only Rishos, you're allowed to, therefore it's more lenient, you're allowed to say the same Talmatar, and there are no Chalkim. Everyone says you're allowed to do this, so the Shech Tzibur is allowed to do it, but one person should do this. One person should be nominated to do that. Shliach Tzibur. One second, one second, one second. So again, this goes together with everything we're saying, even though it's a chayva. But what's, what does it mean in Mayr is a chayva? We accepted Rishus as a chayva. Now, what about Revelia's comment, Revelia's comment about um, not saying it in between by Mayr, but saying it in the middle of Shemona Esrei, i.e. the practice of sharing your Shemona Esrei with everybody else. Sharing your Shemona Esrei. St. Talamot or Mashiv Aruach, Yalav Yavai, when you get up there on your own, so this is a little bit more of a, 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 a um, thorny, thorny discussion. Um, there were very chash of a rabbanim of yesterday that frowned heavily on this practice, brought down in the name of uh, the stipler and the chazanish. They said that it's disrespectful to tefillah. You can't do that. You can't, tefillah is tefillah, tefillah balachash. It's a private, the private shemona esrei. You're sharing that with the rest of the shul. What? Is it disrespectful to the disrespectful. It also throws people off. It, it throws, shakes people up. The, 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 there's many good dilemma of yesteryear were very against the practice, very much against the practice. Um, I have said publicly in the past that it's really not the right thing to do. It, it throws people off, and it's sharing what's supposed to be a private conversation between you, God, with everyone else. I, I did find, I did find, looked into a little bit more in, in more recent times. Um, there are those who defend the practice. So we can't necessarily go ahead, and, and anyone who does do this, we can't go ahead and tell them that they're a shagitz, you know. Uh, we can't tell them that they're going to get henna for doing this. There are those who defend the practice. 
But the best thing to do, Rabbi Yisai, really is to go with the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch. Why are you sharing your Shemana Esri with everyone if you don't have to? Why are you, it's very quiet, every, like Rabbi Yisai, yes, it's a time to focus, a time that everyone's in the middle of their own davening. Why, why are you, you know, saying something, everyone is in a different place right now, I'm saying something that's going to throw people off. Go with the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch and have someone nominated, the Shliach Zib or someone else, who will make the announcement before everybody begins. That's really the right way to do it. And, um, Getting back to this practice, though, of uh, when people do say it aloud in their own Shemana Esri, is very often the shuls where people say it out loud, you'll find usually it's never just one person who's saying it out loud, right? There's usually true, there's a whole domino effect. You hear a whole, like, a ripple effect throughout the shul. St. Tom Mother, St. Tom Mother, St. Tom Mother, so the first, it's echoing, rippling, right? A whole cascade. The first person, Kemen Zogin, he's Zichr doing it. Why is he doing it? He's doing it to be a tzaddik, to remind everybody to say something that you might have forgotten to say. The second person, he's, again, why is he doing it? He's clearly doing it to show everybody, I also remembered. I didn't need to be reminded. I also remember tonight, Shemona, I say, tonight is Reish Chodesh. You didn't need to tell me because I, I also know it's Reish Chodesh. And the third one? And the third one, doesn't need the second guy, right? <laughs> So, so, if you're going to do it, definitely don't be the second guy. Because the second guy, from the second guy on, you're really just telling everybody that you also remembered. And, and keep that to yourself. You know, the first person, the first person at least is trying to do a mitzvah. The second person on, they have, uh, they have um, self-esteem issues that they have to deal with. That's beyond the scope of this morning's shear. And this is where we will wrap up. So, we still didn't get to women. I know Revelia Bear and everyone else wanted to get to women this morning. We're going to talk about women's obligation to feel in general. Women's relationship with Mayrev. Lor kol anal. So, that means Hashem, that will be part three. That'll be part three. We'll roll that over to next week. Thank you all for joining. Should be now. Lead to the Shama and Lachaim Tovim Lashal. Lachaim, Lachaim.